Welcome to this week's sermon at Village Presbyterian Church. At Village, we seek to be shaped by the life of Christ, to practice authentic friendship, and serve the world. You're invited to join us at either our Mission Campus or our Antioch Campus. For now, we hope you hear a word for your own life in this sermon. Good morning, friends. Happy Easter. Before we go to God's word and scripture today, let us pray. So holy God, help us in these days, especially in these days, to hear the good news of resurrection and trust that it is true. We pray this in your name and all of your children say, Amen. Our reading for today comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 16, verses 1 through 8. Listen for God's word to you. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, brought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. They had been saying to one another, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? When they looked up, they saw the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled back. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, do not be alarmed, for you are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Look, there is the place that they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. So they went out and fled from the tomb, for terror and amazement had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our Lord shall stand forever. Amen. There's so many graves. So many graves, and each one with a life once lived, a, a network of relationships, each one a story and a name. And it was in a place just like this that God did God's greatest act of love. God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. It is that truth that those early Easter women heard on Easter morning. He is risen. But the, the first word of Easter was do not be afraid. The angels always say that to us. Angels know us well. They know that we are never far from fear. There's always something of which to be afraid. Chelsea, she is a flight attendant in, in her late 20s. She said usually a flight is crowded, people bumping into one another, people pull on her arm or give her an elbow, ask her for another soda or can I have some more peanuts, please? She said in her recent flight, there were 166 seats. There were nine passengers, all choosing window seats as far away from one another as they could. She said no one wanted anything to drink. No one wanted her to hand them peanuts. Some of them wore masks. She said in each of their eyes, you could see 
They were afraid. Imagine those women were too. They carried spices to the gravesite. It's an act of love. It's an act of care. It's a, it's a holy duty. They first, they observed the Sabbath and then, and then they carried spices. And in their grief, they didn't think through the trip very well. Grief is sloppy like that. Who's going to move the stone? They couldn't. How would they actually get to him? Now, I'm not, I'm not criticizing these women. They were there. I admire them for, for being there, for taking the spices because it's hard work. It's hard on the heart because even though it is an act of love, it is also an act that makes us aware that there's certain things we can't fix makes us aware we're vulnerable. All of us, to be alive is to be vulnerable. You know, there's a season when children, young children, they're convinced that mom or dad can fix anything. Can just fix anything from a broken toy to a skin knee, doesn't matter. Mom and dad can fix anything. Uh, my daughter Sarah, she, when she was young, she had a very, very poorly designed doll that she loved. I, I say poorly designed because the legs and, and arms and, and, and maybe even the head, I don't remember, they snapped in place, which meant when she was playing with this doll, she was constantly dismembering this thing. And so she would bring it to me. She'd say, uh oh, daddy the doll's broken. And I'd say, it's all right, Sarah, don't be afraid. It's all right. Daddy will fix it. And I'd pop the arm back into the shoulder joint and off she'd go to play again. Yay, daddy fixed it. Well, one afternoon, a thunderstorm blew through. One of those monstrous thunderstorms, the clouds soaked up the light in the sky and, and the winds were blowing the trees in contorted directions and the, the rain was coming down sideways. And then the electricity went out. And I heard Sarah from her room. She said, uh-oh, house broken. I said, it's all right, Sarah. It's all right. It won't, it won't last long. And sure enough, a few minutes later, the electricity came back on and, and the lights came on and the ceiling fans whirred. And I heard her from her room. She said, yay, daddy fixed it. So I didn't feel a strong urge to correct her view of reality in that moment. I thought, let the child live as long as she can, assuming everything can be fixed, that mom and dad can fix everything, because it doesn't take long before they begin to realize, even if we want to, there's much we can't fix. That's the truth of us. Our powers are limited, and we're vulnerable, and there's much that we cannot repair. We feel it all the time. We go to the store to get a glass, a gallon of milk, and it's unsettling. We don't want to touch anything. We pass someone on the sidewalk giving wide berth, and that's the right thing to do, but it also, it unsettles us. We feel a bit afraid. Paulette Schenk, she's a surgical nurse. She's also a lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Air Force Reserve and she spent a good bit of time in those field hospitals in Iraq. And she's there in those 
tent hospitals putting together the broken bodies of soldiers. She was asked once, when you hear the, when you hear the helicopters coming to you, do you dread what comes through that tent door? And she said, no. She said, I know it is my time to fight that ugly death man. It's my job to make sure the ugly death man doesn't win today. I think about all the doctors and nurses and first responders and others who are going all day long, giving everything they've got to fight that ugly death man, to make sure the ugly death man doesn't win today. She said, the hardest part is sometimes you try. You try as hard as you know how to try, and that ugly death man still wins. Death wins. In this place that's like a monument to death, we are reminded we are all vulnerable, which is why fear is never very far away. So the first word of Easter to those Easter women and to you and me is do not be afraid. And here's why the angel says that. In the end, there is only God. In the end of a day, at the end of a life, there is only God. And because God is love, God holds on to you. God refuses to let you go. God could not bear to let you go because God is love. Now, I know the text actually ends, actually ends a little unsettling. It says, they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. I love the honesty of that. I love that Easter is not magical in a sense that, that everyone sets their fear aside immediately. But we know this, sooner or later, these women found their voice. Sooner or later, these women chose to trust the love that they heard and witnessed at Easter, and they set their fear aside. And it is these women who were our first Easter preachers. They are the ones who have told us, He is risen. He is alive. So, there's so many graves. And each one with a life once lived, each one with a network of relationships, a story, and a name. But in places just like this, God does God's greatest act of love. And God, who raised Jesus Christ, will raise you and me and all. Because the love of God claims us by name. This is the truth. God does not just love. God loves you. It's different. Love is a particular thing. Love is not an abstract quality. We don't love in general. We love persons. And we love in the particular because the one who made us loves that way. So God does not just love. God loves you with a love that calls you by name, with a love that will never let you go. That is the promise of this day. You can trust that holy love with your life. And when you do, it's easier to set your fear aside. Pray with me. We believe 
Help our unbelief. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon at Village Presbyterian Church. Learn more about us at villagepres.org. And we invite you to join us again next week.